With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
All right, all right. This is Lottie Miss Clardy, and welcome to Lottie Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Lottie Miss Clardy, and I'm coming at you live from everywhere, most importantly in Las Vegas. Yeah, with good news and bad news if necessary. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lottie Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. And you know what? We got a great show for you. I know that you probably said to yourself, we ain't heard from Lottie Miss Clardy in a while. Yeah, I was taking me a small hiatus because, you know, I had to go through a couple of things and get some knowledge up underneath my belt and go through some hands-on stuff so I could come back and tell you something new for 2016. Yes, we know that 2016 is going to be off the chain. Yes, it is. And Roddy Miss Clardy is going to be on the week. <laughs> so, all I want you to do, all y'all out there that may have missed me, I'm giving you a kiss. And a big old hug. It's good to be back. And thank you for being a loyal listener on Larry Miss Clardy and Company. And I want you to get out this and get your paper and your pencil and get your seatbelts on because we're going to take a small ride on a crusade, talking about fraud, unethical practices, whatever you want to call it. So call in at this calling number of 347-884-8684. And that number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest call-in number is 877-483-3153. That feels good to be back on radio. i got so much I want to share with y'all. It just ain't funny. I mean, I've been through some things, and I just want to share what I know. So, again, we're sitting here, and we're talking about real fraud. What is real lease agreement fraud? And this is the first Season episode one, and the topic of this show is about real fraud. We can also even put out here that it is about unethical practices that we have when it comes to uh, when we go to move and be a part of a apartment complex or somewhere where you have signed up to uh, to be a resident somewhere, and your lease is funny and everything else is looking funny along with it. So let's get on with it. Let me tell you what I mean. You know, lease. What, what is lease uh, lease agreement fraud? And if there's anybody out there that uh, that can help on this subject while I'm on the air and give us a little bit of tidbits of pearls of wisdom and knowledge, please come and do so, okay? That number again is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And what we try to find out is lease agreement fraud or unethical practices when signing a lease and knowing about your files, what's in your files, is there unethical practices going on, you know, it, can this be discoverable? And what does your landlord got to do with it? What is the first signs? So let's look at this scenario. After signing a lease to move in, then signing another lease for transfer to another apartment, then signing another lease for recertification, and then signing another lease for an application for head housing as though you just moved in on another month with 
hype rent and outstanding balancers uh, that you don't even know about. And it's kept in the ledger. What do y'all know about a ledger? Mm, that's some good stuff right there because, see, I know that every apartment complex or any place that where there is rent to be paid, there is a ledger. But what's on that ledger is what's going to be most important for you to keep track of and also for you to, you know, have record of for yourself. Lots of people don't know about uh, how to go and ask a landlord for their records and files to look into because it can be intimidating, especially when you don't know what your rights are. So I'm here to help you because why I've been there and done it and got some experience in this and just want to share with you because fraud can happen anywhere. Any place in any city, landlord fraud, uh, herd fraud, anything that got to do with signing a lease, which is a contract, and understanding what your rights is, and if you ain't read your lease, or you know you've been rushed into doing a thing, the only thing I can tell you is uh, you need to make sure that you know you have all the information you need, and then keep your documents. See, a lot of people get left behind because you won't keep your documents. See, sometimes you have to keep your documents. Everything that you sign, we don't care what it is because you're a consumer. You know, we are buyers, consumers, and we need to keep documents of everything we buy because Say, like, for instance, some things can come back on you in your credit report, all kinds of stuff. So you want to be able to be on top of this so that you can say, uh-uh, it ain't happening today. We ain't trying to be a victim of fraud today. And so in this segment, I'm going to show you or at least hope that you will hear how to pick up to become, to face, you know, those that may try to target you for uh, fraud, unethical practices, and how to use your mouthpiece is very important. So some of the questions that I may ask uh, during this show, and one of them is, has your landlord's attitude changed when you ask for a rent reduction? And when you have not been given a notice for foreclosure issues concerning the property you rent from, how do you find that out? Or how do you come across something like this? I can tell you some of that, too. And when you, let's put it like this, and when asking for your files, do your landlord get upset, get pissed off because you asked him for something that belonged to you while all your information and signatures in? wonder why they act like a fool when you ask for your files to look at. Sometimes, you know, that can be that can be a big sign right there because it's like, oh, I don't think so. Why are you upset because I'm asking you for my files? See, because sometimes it's just like some people at the welfare department, you know, uh, because they are case managers and stuff and they have boss all over, you know, the eligibility. Sometimes they take it, become personal, that it's their money. It's, you become their property, and if they give you what they want, and if you act like you want to ask for it, they want to get an issue because, you know, you're asking for something that 
maybe they don't want to give you. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, something is in that file that they don't want you to see. But a lot of people miss the boat when they don't ask they, uh, the property landlords, rental management, whatever you want to call them, you know, this information because you've got to know what's in your file. It's just like anything else, y'all. You know, you, you, you know, buy your food, you pay your rent, you know. You have to keep up on and keep maintenance up on what belongs to you. This is your personal business, and you've got your personal business out there. We're not saying that all landlords are uh, bad and they, every one of them is unethical. There are good landlords out there, but to the ones that are out there and they do sneaky stuff and even the corporate management don't even know what's going on, that's where you come in handy, especially when they put their finger on a person that they didn't know they got a mouthpiece. See, your mouthpiece can be a lethal weapon in the time of trouble, and you've got to learn how to use it. So, again, if you've got anything that you want to uh, comment on or you went through something and you want to share it uh, you, with the listeners, uh, what you went through, a story to tell, be free. Come on and talk about it because there's going to be more of these uh, conversations that I will have uh, as the weeks to come because we need to educate the uneducated. You know, some people don't realize how important it is to stay up on your business, especially when you're renting from other people, all right? So <clears throat> anybody out there that's got anything to say, got something to, got something to uh, give a comment on or anything, you can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest call-in number is 877-483-3153. Again, 877-483-3153 for those that don't have a phone or, you know, a cell phone. You can call in toll-free. All right. <clears throat> Let's get in and try to figure this out. You know, I, I'm here to share some information with you. Okay. Um, Sometimes, you know, when you look at your lease agreement, let's look at something. Okay, now we know that a lease agreement is a contract, a contract of what part you will uh, uh, comply to and also what part of, of the responsibility that the landlord has to you uh, to make sure everything runs smooth with the apartment and property or whatever the case may be. But there's a part that you have to play too, making sure that uh, you know you keep uh, you know things up kept and you know don't tear the place up and stuff like that because there are some fees and things that come with that. Okay, and then what about any contract where it talks about you know a grievance? Say like you have an issue with your landlord. Your landlord, uh, you know, because you're struggling. You know, you need a rent reduction, and you go to ask your landlord for a rent reduction, and you know that they have HUD uh, programs and different things that's there on the property. And uh, the landlord 
begins to start to get your uh, stop you from paying your rent for a couple of months. Don't want to take your rent, no nothing. And then they issue out what we would call an eviction on you. What do you do about that? Do you just sit there and not do do anything, or do you start being vigilant and start calling? Now, let's say, like, for instance, on some, uh, uh, on the back of the rent agreement that you have, it has who to go to when you are in trouble and you need help and you have to do a grievance. Sometimes the, the rent uh, lease will say the only people that you can talk to for an grievance on something is the landlord themselves or the uh, supervisor. But they don't give you no other stuff. So what if the landlord and the supervisor is in cahoots and you still don't get a resolving? Well, if there's no other way to get help because it's not written in the lease, what do you do? Okay, I said they get ready, she get ready, or he's getting ready to do a eviction on you. This is what you do. If you don't see no other places to go up the ladder after you have talked to the landlord and talked to the landlord's supervisor and you don't see nothing else, go up online. The property management name you should put into your Google search engine and find out where the corporates are at, you know, that own the property and and get help that way and tell the story. Make sure that you have your documents. Uh, another way uh, in terms of documentation, emails is considered a paper trail. And so you email and talk to the higher-ups over them and you tell what the problem is. And you take pictures of the documents that you have to support your story, right? And you tell them what's going on and this person is getting ready to uh, evict you. It's a high possibility that because you went over their head and you found the others to do grievances too over their head, more than likely they won't do anything to you because why you have found another way to get the job done instead of sitting there going into a paralyzed position and let them evict you out without a reason because it wasn't your fault that they uh, refused your rent. It was your fault because you weren't vigilant to find other alternatives to stop it. And as I said before, your writing skills, your mouthpiece is a lethal weapon to landlords, okay? Say, like, for instance, you find in your file, say, like, you know, landlords, you know, they have a file on you and you find out that you've got a ledger. And say, like, you know, your ledger don't look nothing like the documents that you find as your lease agreement. They got you moved in on another date and got the rent looking like, is hiked up to 900 and something, and you paying 600 and something. And uh, the other part of it is is that your balance on this ledger, because you hadn't paid rent for three months, say, and you know you didn't pay rent, but it's on this ledger, 
how 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 are you gonna deal with that? Uh, say like for instance, they don't know if you know what you know, and you ask him for your your files, and you find that in there. What is it? What can you do to say, hey, what is this? And and then you find out after they get finished, they're using this ledger to get HUD assistance for you. But this balance that you have, this overage that don't got nothing to do with you, is going to HUD housing authority in your name so that they can pay them off and you have housing assistance to lower your rent. And But it's all in your name. How do you find out if that information is real or not? This is what you do. You go to any HUD authority, Section 8 housing authority place uh, that can pull up information that you have. And also you have this ledger uh, that don't quite look like nothing of the documents that you signed in your initial uh, time that you've moved into your apartment and you show them this. Well, if there was any fraud that was there, it would get busted out the water, okay, and you'd be done did yourself a favor because your name is not a part of that kind of fraud. There's all types of uh, unethical things that can be done with landlords. And as I said before, all landlords are not bad. There's, you got more, you know, of those that's willing to do the right thing than those that don't. I'm going to just say that, okay? But nevertheless, slumlords, unethical landlords do exist. And people do not the time to go and find out what's on your record in your file within the offices of the property management that you went from. So, as I said before, Understanding your contract and having time to read it, uh, keep your documents that you sign. And any disagreements you have with your apartment management, you know how to do a grievance. You know how to go up to first the landlord themselves, then their supervisor, and if if there is no information on how higher else to go up, get online and Google your property management's name and find the corporates, the ones that's up over them, and communicate. Don't let your your mouthpiece be silent because one thing for sure that they people that's doing wrong can't stand is somebody that a bust on them. And, you know, it's just like anywhere else when it comes to courts, the courts, the system. You know, they've been dealing with people that, don't open up their mouth, and they, you know, they're used to running all over you. Matter of fact, they don't even know you exist because you won't speak up. And that's what this program is all about, standing up, speaking up, and speaking out against victimization and fraud because it's everywhere. So, again, I'm telling you, you know, uh, if, if you can't resolve the issues with the supervisor, go to the corporate, Okay. Still keep your documents handy. Dealing with threats of eviction. What to do before evictions happen? Be vigilant. Know what's in your file. It's your right to know. Problems with leases, with HUD, 
Go to HUD Housing Authority and find out what's in your file. Make sure you have all documentation to correct any unclear or suspicious document issues that you have in, in your files. It's your, it's your right and your responsibility to do this, people. I'm talking about those that don't know. I'm just here. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just here to give you this information. Because some landlords or office managers, if they are in fraud, okay, and you uh, have to view your files within 48 hours of notice, Sometimes you know that's a good thing because you know they be busy or whatever. But what if they doing it just because they're trying to hide something from you? Okay? What if they're trying to hide something from you and you know they don't want you to be a part of what's going on or they don't want you to know what's going on no time soon. They don't want you to drop in on them unexpected and they give you they want that time so that they can remove anything out of your file. But let me tell you this, if you've got all of your paperwork in your file and you kept your documents, you will be able to see quickly, even after 48 hours, even if they took anything from you, that you'll be able to see that what's in that file you don't have and wonder how did it get in there. And then get copies of that, okay, so you can have it in your file. It's still, it's still noticeable because you got your file. They don't know what all that you got. So, therefore, uh, that's another way to be able to figure out that there's something going on with your file. So, as I said before, you know, you have landlords that need that time frame uh, to let you look into the file, but then you've got some of those that be in fraud that, on purpose, they want to know you coming so that they can have time to get those notes or notations and documents, whatever they done added in there, out so that you won't be able to see it, but rest assured, if you got your files, you'll be able to see it because there's stuff in there that they don't know and even know if you got or not. You see, so uh, there's always a way to get information. And as I said before, ledgers uh, is 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 what every apartment uh, manager has at their apartment for one or two reasons. One. If they are uh, nice landlords that give you uh, pardons to not pay your rent because you can't pay it at this time, then there's a ledger fixed up so that they can, uh, you know, have you to pay back what you owe to them, and they keep a ledger on it. Then, you know, you've got some ledgers that, uh, let me just put it like this. There are some ledgers that's made up where you might be in an apartment and you don't even know that the apartment that you're in have a live lease, even though that the uh, people that lived there before you ain't there, but they still there, okay? And they done threw up you a different lease so that you can feel like that you have a lease, but really they using your lease to take your money and pocket it into their pockets. You see what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of stuff going on. This is something to think about. I mean, I have seen some things uh, that did not make sense, but there are landlords that have multiple leases that are still open in a unit, 
okay? And the people don't live there, but they still open. And you might see, a, you know, a little, little paperwork on your door or something that's for somebody else, and you ain't got nothing to do with it. What I'm saying to you is just look out for some stuff like that because, again, there's always a way you know, for money laundering to take place, and, you know, sometimes it does happen. That's just something, you know, just to think about. But on the other hand, let's look at some other stuff. Now, as I said before, that if there's anybody that's out there that has uh, a story to tell, something that then happened to them, and you want to share it to let other people know that, uh you, you've been through or you have seen somebody go through something, call in at the call in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And, you know, I have a caller that's online, and I'll just call out the last four uh, digits of the telephone number. And if you got something to say, have something to say. Welcome to Lovey Miss Claudia and Company on BTR. At the number of area code two one six, and the last digits is six three eight zero. You on the air? How you doing, caller? Hello, caller. You are on the air. Okay, well maybe the caller just want to sit back and listen. You do have that, you know. There are people that always listen in. And, you know, I just want to absorb information. But, nevertheless, the caller is there. Stay tuned and stay involved because, again, if you got anything you got to say, say it. The, the call-in number is 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. And we go on. Now, if there is a ledger, you should know about it. And you should have a copy of it because it's your ledger and it's about you. If there's a ledger and you don't know anything about it and you find out about it, ask questions. It's going to be a very important day for you. And anything else that's in that file, you need to get copies of it and have it for your file and ask questions. And anything that does not make sense, you need to take it up because you need answers, okay? And on the other, if you uh, found a ledger that was in your name and the information that is in it does not reflect your documents in your records, like say, like for instance, you sign a lease for HUD, and this same suspicion, suspicion of raw info is added to your ledger, Go to HUD. Now, this is my way of saying to you, there is a way around everything. Go to HUD, Housing Authority, Section 8, Housing Authority, where you got your approved, uh, uh, you know, new rent that you paying at an apartment that uh, engages in programs that HUD gives for low-income people. Go to them with that information and find out what's in your file from there. And that way that you can prevent fraud, okay? Let's move on. Now, 
all in a nutshell, if there is anyone that is out there that can provide information to help innocent victims of fraud, we're talking about whether it is rental fraud, uh, buying cars and pulling credit report fraud, unethical measures people do to do predatory lending, or just be a predator altogether. You know you can come on to this website, which is Lottie Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Google it, okay? I'm on this on the Internet, willing to help out and give information that will be very, very informative for you because I've been there and I've seen it for myself and just want to be able to give you the ups on what to do to help yourself. You can do that. You just got to stop being lazy. Yeah, we got some lazy people in the world, but, hey, if you're lazy, you'll miss out. It's like a child left behind. You've got to get this information to, in order to help yourself. And it's my way of saying that I care. And so if there's anybody out there that, you know, have that kind of information, that want to share and empower someone that's listening in that may not know, please provide the info at Professional Rookies at 2012 at gmail.com. Let me repeat that again. If you have any information that you want to share, that you want to put out, even if you want to be on the show and be a guest, email me. Provide it on professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. That email again is professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. And come on to the show and be my guest, as I said, to empower the listeners with self, self-help resources, support, the right to fight against victimization and fraud in any area. So I'm just saying to you, I'm just a sister, you know, that's out here that's been through some things and want to just share with you. I want to thank you for listening in to Lardy, Miss Cardi, and company on BTR and also being loyal to be a listener on my show because Believe me, if I ain't on air, you best believe I'm going through something to bring something back so that you will have something to take with you that will be of help to you in the long run to enhance and enrich your life. Because believe me, having a mouthpiece, you know, you can be lonely out here because people don't like people that talk when they're doing bad. But you don't want nobody doing bad to you. Go stand up. Speak up and speak out and tell somebody. Now, there will be more of me coming on radio and talking about credit pulling fraud. Oh, y'all, y'all say, what does she mean by credit pulling fraud? It's not like you're going to go buy a car. That's all I'm going to say about that. You have to come on to the show to hear this one because, see, there be some unethical stuff going on when you're buying a car. And if you don't pay attention, you're going to get hit on that too. Fraud, unethical practices are everywhere. I just want to say to you, buyers, beware. Consumers, wherever you are, pay attention. Whether you get an apartment, whether you're buying a car, or anything that has to do with property mortgage, you know, buying a house, whatever it may be. But if it's got something to do with you signing your your name on a dotted line, you best believe you need to pay attention and read all of your information and keep your documents. 
So until then, I just want to say to you how happy I am to be on air and to give you some information about what I know, and hopefully you'll take this with you and do something about it because it's a shame to have information and you don't do anything about it. God says that our people uh, perish because of the lack of knowledge. And if there's somebody out there that is willing to give some knowledge to you, use it. Practice make perfect. And if you practice long enough, you know your mouthpiece can be a lethal weapon to those that target you in areas that can cost you money. So I'm here to help to stop that from happening. And, you know, that's my way to give love because I do. I love people, and I love people to have some knowledge about stuff. So come and see me again. I'll be back on radio uh, again on February the 20th at 8 p.m., and uh, that show will be about credit pulling fraud, people that where you're buying your cars at and, you know, the underwriters who have, you know, the say on how they dictate what type of interest rate you're going to get and what your credit is supposed to look like. We'll talk about that then. I hope to see you then at that time. But until then, I want you to have a peaceful night, and thank you again for listening in to Lardy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio, any requests that you have, uh, any 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 uh, topics that you want to hear about, you know, again, email me at professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. Again, professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. And I'll pick those things up, do the research, and we could talk about it as long as you come onto the radio and be my biggest fan. All right, so until then, you have a great night and a blessed night. Prayers are out for everyone, and I'm signing off. This is Lardy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.